Violet finished the library book and closed it with a snap. Yet again, a self-doubting, fluttery, bird-brain heroine had been swept away by a masterful man. He would silence her protests with kisses. The urgency of his passion would express itself in all sorts of positive ways. He would organize the elopement or the wedding plans or the emigration to his South American estates. The heroine would never have to make all the arrangements herself, standing in queues at the travel agency, in the ticket office, the passport office. Violet had to do everything herself. She'd come back from an endless morning of standing in shops to beat the shortages. Other women seemed to enjoy it, to think of it as a game of hunt the thimble. I'll tell you where there's bread if you tell me how you got those carrots. Violet had been to the school and had a highly unsatisfactory discussion with Miss James. Miss James was not going to organize any evacuation for her class. All the parents so far had friends or relations in the country. There was no question of the whole class decamping and continuing their education in some rural setting with safety from bombs and plenty of good country food. Miss James had said, quite tartly, that she was certain Mr. and Mrs. White must have friends outside London. Violet wondered suddenly whether they had friends anywhere, city or country. And she felt very dissatisfied with Miss James for forcing her to face this possibility. George did have some cousins in Somerset near Wells, but they lost touch. Oh, yes, she'd read all the heartwarming stories of long-lost families having been brought together over the evacuation of children, but somehow she didn't think it would happen to George. Violet had no relations to speak of. Her father and his second wife were in Liverpool, separated from her by a feud too long-lasting to dream of mending. To heal would be to open the wound, examine it, and forgive. It was so long ago it was almost forgotten. Let it stay that way. Elizabeth was so timid, so unsure of herself, she would not be an easy evacuee. She had inherited her father's awkwardness, Violet thought regretfully. She seemed to expect the worst from every situation. Well, perhaps it was better than having expected great things and having got so little. Violet suspected that Elizabeth and George might be the lucky ones. To expect defeat and conflict and being relegated to second best meant freedom from shock when it happened. It was no use whatsoever discussing it with George. These days, George had only one thing he could discuss. The kind of country which would accept a man for military service who hadn't a brain in his head and refuse a man like George who could have been of some real assistance in the war.